Welcome to sermons from St. Paul's Lutheran Church of Minot, North Dakota. St. Paul's is anchored in the message of Christ crucified for the forgiveness of sins, for the church and for the world. The following sermon is from Rev. Dr. Matthew Richard. The epistle is from James chapter 1. Do not be deceived, my beloved brothers. Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of lights, with whom there is no variation or shadow due to change. Of his own will he brought us forth by the word of truth, that we should be a kind of firstfruits of his creatures. Know this, my beloved brothers. Let every person be quick to hear, slow to speak, slow to anger. For the anger of man does not produce the righteousness that God requires. Therefore, put away all filthiness and rampant wickedness, and receive with meekness the implanted word, which is able to save your souls. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Everyone seems to be yelling these days. (laughs) Everyone seems to be yelling these days. And nobody, get this, nobody seems to be listening. Yes, nobody seems to be listening. And the more people do not listen, well, the louder it gets. Yes, the louder it gets. And so it seems that our culture is very loud right now and possibly getting louder and louder and louder. Now, to fight back against all of the loud yelling in our culture, in our societies, people are doing two different things. Indeed, two different things to combat this. On the one hand, they are finding ways to be louder than everyone else around them. Through social media, protests, and even violence, people are upping the volume. Yes, upping the volume, trying to shout over top of those they oppose. The strategy is quite simple. The loudest person wins. On the other hand, though, there's an effort to cancel and silence people that one does not agree with. Simply stated, if you do not like what someone else says, and they are saying it louder than you, well, then take away their voice. Yes, take away their voice. Cancel them. Burn their books, deplatform them on social media, slander them in public, and shame them into the shadows. The strategy is quite simple. Intimidate them into silence so that your voice is the only one that remains. As already stated, our culture is very loud right now. Everyone seems to be yelling right now, and nobody seems to be listening. Perhaps you might think that the church needs to increase its volume as well in the culture. Perhaps you might believe that the goal of coming to this church, into this sanctuary, is to be somehow equipped as parishioners, to be loud in culture, that as you leave the doors, you turn up the volume. Well, these church services could perhaps be considered as a pep rally as we gather together where you are amped up and encouraged to go out into the world and make a lot of noise. But dear Christians, yes, dear Christians, 
You do not lead with your mouths. Mark this, hear this right now. You do not lead with your mouths and follow up with your ears. But instead, you lead with your ears and follow up with your mouths. For this is what we hear. This is what we are hearing this morning from the epistle of James. In our reading from the epistle of James, he tells you and me that we're to be quick to listen and slow to speak. We hear the same kind of sentiments as well in the Old Testament book of Proverbs. To paraphrase Proverbs, we hear this. When useless talk increases truth, well, truth typically decreases. And Proverbs says this. The more one knows, well, the less one talks. However, the less one knows, the more that they talk. Indeed, Proverbs hits on this sentiment. You see, dear friends, it is very easy It's easy to spot a fool. They are the ones that are always talking, always asserting, always lecturing, and always pontificating. And they do this talking not to bless you, not to bless you, and not to help others, but they do this to puff themselves up. They spend more time talking than listening to get things their way, to puff themselves up, to have power. But my friends, you do not lead with your mouth, and you certainly do not lead with useless chatter. You see, you are a Christian, which means that you are a part of a church, and as you know, the church is the bride of Christ. Yes, the bride of Christ. And as the bride of Christ, the church listens. Mark that, the church listens. The church receives. Yes, the church receives all good gifts from Christ. And regarding truth, well, we receive truth from Christ as well when we listen to his word. In our gospel reading from this morning as well, Jesus tells us about this. He says that the Holy Spirit will guide you and me into all truth, and he does this through the preaching of the word. This is why we gather every week to the sanctuary to receive, to hear, to listen to the word. In other words, you don't come into this sanctuary to hear from a pompous pastor bloviating about his own personal opinions. Heavens, no. No, you come to the church to listen to the word of Christ, spoken by Christ's servant, the pastor. You come to listen. You come to receive. You come to hear truth. And that is what is so different with you as a Christian. Instead of somehow fighting to be the loudest one yelling in culture, your goal, though, is the opposite of yelling. It is to fight for the position of listening, to listen to the truth of Christ. Think about this. Why yell and why scream for truth when you can stop, pause, and hear truth and listen to truth? Let's be honest right now. So many people are screaming at the same time right now because they are fighting to have their own version of so-called truth in our society. Like a bunch of little children, they are fighting for their so-called versions of truth to be the end-all, be-all for society. But that's where the fundamental problem lies, my friends. Something is not true just because you say it and get others to believe it. Something is not truer if you say it louder. Something is not truer if you get more people to believe it. Frankly stated, 
I believe that one reason why so many are so incredibly loud in our culture right now is that they are insecure. You're right that they are insecure and are fighting desperately to believe their own version of truth. You see, when you have truth, you have security. You indeed, you have security. When you have truth, you don't need to loudly convince yourself that you are right. When you have the truth, you don't have to worry about what other people think or say. When you have truth, you don't have to cancel others or shout them down because you know that their foolish ideologies will eventually wither away. When you have truth, you listen. Yes, you listen to it. Not just once, but over and over and over again. Think of it this way. As a Christian, you are not the way. As Christians, you are not the way. You're not the truth or the life. Jesus is. So when truth is attacked, we know that people are attacking not us, but Christ and his word. And since Christ has already endured the world's scorn and is now raised from the dead, we are neither easily triggered or defensive when challenged. No way, no how. The world, though, the rest of the world, though, the world has located the perception of truth within their own ideologies, their own opinions, their own thoughts. They have become a compass unto themselves, which is why the world will always lead with the mouth and not the ear. This is the reason why the world will always yell and scream and cancel. If you don't possess truth, you are always insecure, you're always unsettled, you're always loud. But you, dear baptized saints, and you, dear confirmation students, yes, you guys, right here, you guys, you are not of the world. No way, no how. You've been baptized into truth. Christ snatched you from darkness unto light. He marked you as the redeemed, each and every one of you guys. You've had truth poured into your ears the last three years of confirmation. And you have truth because you have Christ, and Christ has you. Jesus is your truth. And so while the rest of the world screams and fights and cancels and scurries around like a bunch of frantic gerbils, you, as all of you, and especially you guys right here, yes, you do not depend on your mouths. You do not depend on your mouths, but you depend on your ears to listen to Christ and his word. And as you listen, as you listen, as your mom and dads and your grandpas and grandmas and your friends and relatives, as we, as a church, as we listen, as we listen, we hear what sin is and what it is not, the ways in which we get ensnared in the seductions of the darkness. And we also listen to Christ's word to hear how Christ obtained forgiveness for us in spite of our failures, in spite of our sin, how he did it for us. In other words, when your conscience is plagued, when your conscience is plagued late at night, when you feel shame, when guilt has you weighed down, pressing down upon you, when your bones are wasting away, you need not try to somehow speak your way out of your predicament, trying to justify yourself with your mouth. No, you do not speak your way out. You listen your way out. As a Christian, your mouth is not meant to justify your own actions, to somehow puff yourself up and boast of yourself. No way. But you're meant to use your ears. Ears are meant to hear and hear the good news 
that you are forgiven in Jesus. Your ears are meant to hear that the devil is defeated. Your ears are meant to hear that the tomb is empty and that the sting of death has been dulled. Your ears are meant to hear from Christ to lead you to a soothed conscience and a complete assurance in Jesus. So dear baptized saints and you dear confirmation students, yes, you dear confirmation students, do not get thrown off course. Listen first and often to Christ's word. Do not give in to useless virtual signaling talk and cancerous yelling. Listen and receive today, tomorrow, next month, next year, and to your last breath. Do not let the word of Christ go in one ear and out the other, as they say. Listen. Have assurance. Have peace in spite of a very loud, canceling and yelling world you find yourself within. It's Christ. His word. You are the church. You are his. He speaks to you. So indeed, you may have assurance and peace. In the name of Jesus. Thy strong word bespeaks us righteous, bright with thine own holiness. Thank you for listening to today's podcast sermon. You can access a full manuscript of today's sermon from Pastor Matthew Richard's blog at www.pastormatrichard.org or visit St. Paul's website at www.stpaulsminot.org. The Lord bless and keep you.